baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in. Sports Talk to 977. Terry Waldrop, J.B. Fox, Tabor, The Edge on a Tuesday edition, the 12th day of the 12th month of the year 2017. In case you've been living under a rock somewhere or uh, doing some other nefarious things that you shouldn't be doing, welcome in, though. Legal, so legal or illegal. Legal or illegal, depending on your state. Uh, welcome into the show. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. We're excited that you're here. Smarmy texts are always welcome. You know us. The smarmier, the better, uh, especially if they're bashing Jamie. 888 888-993-7762 is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Uh, We're brought to you, as always, by somebody that's not smarmy, simply the best pet care you're going to get. Folks, if you've got a dog or a cat, and you care about your dog and a cat, go see Dr. Weber, David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, U.S. Winslow Day. Uh, I got back home, and to, to, to give you an idea, I started listening to the Ohio State-Wisconsin game uh, right when I got in the car to leave. And I, and I think and it got over. I was listening to the postgame. I rolled into my driveway by like 11.58 that oh night. God. That was a, uh, a very, very long Extremely long day. Um, well, uh, our day last weekend, and I'm sorry you didn't have a chance to, to bank it there, Friday, we had the uh, listener appreciation. Yeah, I was going to uh, try to do that. RA, yeah, and, I had some uh, stuff come up and I could. I know you, and I, we, you were missed, but uh, there was uh, a lot of great food uh, catered by two dudes, Kevo, Meredith, and Chris Brown, and had some just some wonderful folks. Uh, finally met Bama Jim. And a few others. How was that? Does Bama Jim look like I anticipate he looked like? Yes. I think we're on the face. I think we're Facebook. Tall. Tall, drink of water. Uh, very, uh, had his Alabama hat on, which he didn't disappoint there. Stunner. And, uh, yeah, we had a great time and had a little chance to talk off mic and uh, just uh, found out we have a lot in common. And uh, we also, uh, which probably scares both of us, uh, but also we, uh, got a chance to, you know, some beer. Washtenaw Brewing Company put that on. And uh, some folks were nice enough to drop by. My old buddy Jay Ernst, who I grew up with, uh, we got a chance to uh, literally grew up in, like, first grade. Uh, we got a chance to uh, catch up some. And so it was a lot of fun, and we hope to do it again. And, of course, we do thank all our sponsors, uh, you know, for allowing this to happen. And Washtenaw Brewing Company could not have been a more gracious host. And we were glad to put faces with names and, and those to, to meet us. And we had a just a great time talking about the college football playoffs, uh, the bowl games, and then uh, just other things that uh, got to meet DJ Fortenberry, who happens to own the Pickle Barrel and Neat Bar. And uh, he's come out with a great uh, idea, Ghost Tactical clothing line. We got a little chance to discuss that. Uh, some opportunities down the road for some uh, economic uh things going on around here in the development stages and so it was fun and uh that's what you do at christmas find ways to uh 
to make money and to make people happy. And in the Christmas spirit, my buddy Rick Grimes, who knows I'm a Walking Dead fan. Oh, uh, although the Walking Dead is, is sort of getting a little old on me. I worry about you. Uh, Carl, or as Rick calls him, Coral. Uh, yeah, he got uh, he got bit the other night, so the clock is ticking on our bar uh, on our boy Carl. Uh, once you get bit, you're you're done. So Carl, one of the the little boy that grew up in the show, he's like 16, 17 now. But yeah, he got bit, so he's toast. So Rick Grimes, I appreciate. So that means uh, they're fixing to write Carl off. Yeah, it? Carl's a zombie. Carl's going to be a zombie here the next episode. Well, I mean, does the zombie still include the paycheck, or are you? No, no. What you uh, zombie is, is like a lower class citizen because they kill him. Uh, quickly, so yeah, Carl, uh, Carl is. Uh, not trying to be uh, critical, Terry, but you uh, you kind of walking like a zombie around here this morning. Uh, You're uh, not a doing, little a little bit tired. A little bit, folks. This is what a uh, a. Uh, I've had to a, practice, a, Jamie. I've had a, to practice several times. This is what happens when an AARP eligible man uh, can still uh, thinks he got the uh, can drain it from twenty feet and run up and down like a bunch. No, 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 I don't run up and down. I go half court. All right. And you're still in this position. Yeah, and you're yeah still. I'm still walking barely. Uh, Richie Bimble, good morning, fellas. It's safe to say the NFL has lost all credibility in the protection of players debate. Grunt got a game suspension for spearing a player in the back. Schuster gets the same punishment for a crackback block, most consider a football move. Yet Michael Bennett can roll into a player's knees and dive at the back of his knees again moments later, only to receive no suspension. The lead office has become an absolute joke. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Richie. Agreed. Richie, I think you nailed it. And, and Michael Bennett's uh, the man of the year for uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Absolutely. Uh, and then, of course, their uh, hypocrisy regarding the concussion protocol. Um, Tom Savage, the Texans quarterback, uh, took a pretty pretty vicious hit. And uh, I did not see it, but I understand he, he seized up on the field. And uh, his arms were shaking, and then they took him off the field. And two plays later, he returns. Uh, and then they give Ezekiel Elliott uh, six-game suspension for being extorted by a woman over uh, abuse, and Roger Goodell just signs a five-year, $200 million a year. Did you see, though? No, $200 million contract. Did you see Michael Bennett? Did you see the play that that Richie's talking about? I did not, but I heard him in the locker room. Jamie, it's egregious. It's beyond egregious. I mean, look. Gronkowski, not to defend that because he's an idiot and he should have been suspended probably, I would say, four games minimum, speared the dude, okay? It was, uh, I'm going to go spear him. He thought about it, premeditated. Michael Bennett rolls this guy in the knees. Semi gets it there. The guy comes to the door, steps out of the way. Michael Bennett continues rolling him seconds after that. So, I mean, he goes after him. There was no, he was trying to hurt the guy. He was trying to end literally his career. And nothing out of it. Michael Bennett, your man of the year, uh, and Seattle Seahawks. Uh, and why? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you. That's the Seattle Seahawks. Who I, I like Russell Wilson. I like Pete Carroll. Uh, I detest a couple of their, uh, you know, just that in itself. Just the egregious action of that. The NFL, I saw uh, tickets on, uh, what was it, StubHub last week for like $8. NFL uh, just hemorrhaging fans and money. And they keep doubling down. I saw the ratings were down again. And, you know, but yet Roger Goodell, they give him a rest. Is Jerry Jones the only sane NFL owner? Yes. Literally. Are we to the point where Jerry Jones is the voice of reason? I told Tannehill and Scott Lee that the other day. Say, when I'm the voice of reason, we have issues. Sort of the same thing here. Well, no question. And then 
uh, I've got uh, – we don't have enough time to really go into why I think the NFL is uh, avoiding punishing Michael Bennett for almost ruining somebody's career. But I'll, I'll, tell you why, I'll tell you why they're doing it. I don't mind saying it. Michael Bennett is a social justice warrior. Michael Bennett is involved in a lot of causes, and I don't care if you agree or disagree with him, but the sports media loves those causes, good, bad, or indifferent, and they're going to be hesitant to criticize Michael Bennett. When all the video came out of his the allegations he made in Las Vegas, complete lies. The, they were complete compl- and their video shows that. He yeah, care. Crickets. And so the sports media is not going to say a word to him. Uh, I was highly critical of Gronkowski. I thought he deserved a four- to six-game suspension because for one game, really, seriously, you're going to get you're going to spear a guy and potentially kill the guy. And I know I'm being over dramatic, but I mean, you get somebody that's Gronk size hitting a defensive back that's on the ground. It's not hitting him in the air, Jamie Foxx. Anybody will tell you this. Anybody that's done any kind of martial arts or combat or or policing where you have to have physical contact. If I hit you and you're standing up, that's one thing, because your body can give, because you got space. If you're on the ground and I hit you, it's a whole different thing because there's no give to that ground. Right. So it's called a force multiplier. Right. That's where people get really, really damaged very quickly. And that's what Gronkowski did. No excuse for it. The fact that Roger Goodell gives him a one-game suspension, I don't care if it's uh, if it's Gronkowski or Michael Bennett or Joe Smith or Leonard Fournette or Brett Favre. None of that matters to me. What matters to me is the, the just wildly, bizarrely inconsistent punishments meted out by Roger Goodell's NFL. Michael Bennett also was heard overheard in the locker room. He was, uh, well, I can't remember whether it's Sheldon or Quentin Jefferson saying, you don't have to respond to them. you got four kids talking about the reporters. The reporters were asking him questions about it and so forth. You don't have to answer that and then, you know, use a lot of expletives in the background. Listen, this guy is scum. He's a, uh, he may be man of the year to somebody, but Look, and he, he has his right to his opinion, but he's already been proven in a number of cases to not, to, uh, I shall say, straight to the truth, and not even, uh, and then, of course, his, his actions speak for himself. His best bet is to keep a low profile, continue to play. Impossible. And, but he Impossible. can't do it. He can't do it. Stay out of the, stay out of the limelight, and you'll have a career, because he's, he's a good defensive end. That's what you do. Uh, I hope he's saving his money. All I can say is I hope he's got a good financial advisor, and he saved a lot of his money. But obviously, not my uh, problem, brother. It's not going to be my problem when he's unemployed. He, he will be unemployed at some point. Well, at some point, you you just can't. You, you, nobody's going to put up with it. Yeah, nobody's going to put up with it. They'll put up with you as long as you're scoring. Uh, you know, points are doing stuff to help them win. Because that's the bottom line. You got to win. Um, you know, at some point, you, you know, your asset uh, is diminished by your liability, and it's that constant yin and yang. I mean, you, you look at people, and Michael Bennett's a great. He's a great asset. He's also a great liability. At some point, again, when your liability rises higher than your asset, hey, you're done. We'll see what happens there. But uh, that's Johnny Manziel. Yeah, you know, that's a perfect example. And you know, Johnny Manziel did not have the talent of a Michael Bennett. No. Otherwise, Johnny Manziel would be starting in the NFL or at least on a team. Yep. It's it's assets, it's liabilities. These guys that get paid a lot of money to make those. Are they always right? No. Look how many draft busts there are out there. But you try to put all the eggs you can in that basket, and you make the best decision you can make, but you're still dealing with human nature. 
You're still dealing with work ethic. You don't know what people are going to do until you put them in that spot. You know, the best predictor of the future is the past. That, you know, somebody told me along to my old junior college coach, Coach, the uh, Lewis Orr, Hall of Fame guy, mm-hmm. Coach, leopards don't change their spots. You know, sometimes they'll paint over them a little bit, but when it, when it rains, that paint comes right off. That was Coach Orr's way of saying is like, look, find out about these kids you're recruiting. Find out the background. Find out what's going on because they're really, when the pressure is on, they're really not going to change. You can affect them to some extent, but tremendously uh, very doubtful. We come back. I want to get into Shea Patterson, the transfer to Michigan, why that works the way that it does, uh, probably how that went down. Does he get the waiver? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He, he's in. Uh, people are vilifying Jim Harbaugh. Why? Because he went out and got one of the better quarterbacks in college football, and he doesn't have one. Everybody's vilifying him. Yeah, don't hate me because you ain't me. You're listening to uh, Sports Talk 97.7, The Edge, Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. Your texts are welcome. 888 which is the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Text line, this segment sponsored by our great friends at GB Cooley. Folks, you want to get involved in a worthwhile cause. You want to spend some dollars to see athletes that, that absolutely enjoy competition and just the thrill of being out there. GB Cooley reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. The Edge, Sports Talk 97.7. McKinney's is spreading the holiday cheer far and wide this year with a gift that goes from Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. A Honda dirt bike is sure to get the kids outside more this year. Save $200 on a CRF 50, 110, and 125 dirt bikes and on a TRX 94-wheeler. Then for the sportsman on your list, save $500 on a 2017 Honda 250 Recon. That puts the payment at just $75 a month with tax and fees paid down. Not even Santa would pass up $75 a month on a Recon 250. Lay away now and get a free helmet. We'll even store it for you till Christmas. From Hondas to hunting gear, make this your holiday stop. McKinney Honda, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. Honda recommends a Recon for riders 16 years and older. The TRX 90 for 10 years and older. All riders take a training course. 2017 TRX 250 TN Recon, 60 payments at 4.99% APR with approved credit. MSRP 4099 plus 330 destination charge. Sale price 3599 plus DTNL and destination. Riders younger than 16 years must be supervised by an adult. Parents need to consider a rider's age, size, ability, and maturity before allowing them to ride. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up is committed to helping you preserve the life of your vehicle by offering the highest quality preventative maintenance services. With tune-ups, headlamp restoration with lifetime warranty, power steering flush, plus Speedy's 17-point oil change. Have bumps in the road? Knock your wheels out of alignment? Get your ride back on the straight and narrow at Speedy in Ruston, 315 North Service Road East, now offering alignment. Speedy oil change and tune-up. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. 
Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. 77.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, The Edge, the second edition of this segment brought to you by our friends at Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. I'm going to go check some Powerworks out today, Jamie Fox. Good for you. Uh, you are welcome to attend on that one. Guerrero is like a... Uh, He's like Norm from Cheers when he goes to Powerworks. Everybody knows his name. But uh, go check those guys out on Tower Drive next to Duke's in Monroe. Your uh, this segment brought to you by said Powerworks. And also make sure you text us, 888-993-7762. Richie tells me the call was 10 years old when the show started. He's 18 now. Man, Walking Dead's been around for eight years. Good Lord. So it took him eight years to get bit. So if you were, a four year, if you were in fourth grade, you're a senior now. Hmm. And uh, FS tells me adversity doesn't build character. It reveals it. Absolutely. No question about that, FS. Thanks for that text. Uh, speaking of character, a lot of people uh, sounding off on this. Shea Patterson, the Ole Miss uh, quarterback, the Texas by way of Calvary in Streetport, by way of IMG, by way of his brother, used to work at LSU, then he got a job at Ole Miss, and he went to Ole Miss uh, as a quarterback. Had uh, one and a half pretty productive seasons before he got hurt this year. Has transferred, to no one's surprise, to the University of Michigan with Jim Harbaugh. And Deontay Anderson and a couple more probably soon to follow. Shea uh, Patterson certainly going to be one of the top draft. He'll be draft eligible after next season, Jamie, after the 2018 season. And will probably be a very, if everything projects out, well, he's a prototype pro quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows how he'll, he'll come out, but certainly uh, the tutelage of Jim Harbaugh, uh, University of Michigan, as Ole Miss is under massive sanctions, so Shea Patterson and his, his teammates would not be able to compete for anything. Uh, well, a bowl. SEC or a bowl, which is why the majority of kids go and play in college programs, so you can have the opportunity to compete for a conference championship in a bowl. Now, I've taken those two things away. Uh, it's like going on a diet. And you don't lose weight. You just eat the really you eat the rabbit food, but you don't. There's no benefit to you necessarily out of it, other than a free education and, and you know time spent with your coaches and your teammates. There's no dessert, and everybody's looking for dessert these days. So a lot of people, you know, Shea Patterson was off criticized. Look, everybody at Calvary was 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 bent out of shape when he went to IMG. Calvary got him from Texas. Right? Got him from Ohio. Yeah, I mean, so this look. You know, it's like having a girlfriend. Again, I'll go back to the girlfriend analogy. I love these analogies. It's like having a girlfriend. She's your girlfriend, and she cheated on her last boyfriend with you. And you think you're going to be dead. Now she cheats on you with somebody else. Really? 
You think you were that? And the boyfriend before the guy that she was with before she met you, she cheated on him too. That's just what she does, and she keeps getting boyfriends, and everybody's all anxious to, to you know to date this girl. That's just the way this is. All right, it, it's one of these forces of I nature. Could, I could give you an entire hour on that. But, but, uh, it's, but and everybody's like all offended. I can't believe there's no. I can't there's believe never happened. I've never seen it. Uh, all right. Well, we could go into a we could go into a lot of rabbit holes on this one. I'm just simply saying, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Although you have that opportunity, the NCA has cleared. Why would you say it, Ole Miss? Why? I understand why he won't stay, but I think Shay likes Shay, and uh, Shay has marketable ability. Jamie, here's what here's what the thing is: it's not so much Shay Patterson going to Michigan; it's the Joe Milton who you got committed the you know the, the four star quarterback who now you know is probably going to be sitting along with the other. You've already had two quarterbacks transfer out of Michigan: Sprite and uh, Anzalone. And now you've got Patterson coming in as a stock gap to you can get uh, Jordan Peters up to speed, the redshirt freshman. So you've gotten, you brought in kids who you promised the same thing to. All of a sudden, there's a long, long line in the cafeteria quarterbacks. There's four or five scholarship quarterbacks already sitting up there. Granted, probably none of them bring the skill set that Shea Patterson does. Jim Harbaugh is is told to win games, or you lose. Well, he won't lose his job. He's a Michigan alumnus, unless he really bombs, or goes to the Colts, or goes to the Colts. My situation, my, my this is where I come down on. It's not the fact that Shea Patterson went to Michigan. He can go wherever the hell he wants. I don't care. Um, he has the opportunity because the NCAA has given you know. All the athletes. Now, will he probably get a waiver to play immediately? Yes. Yeah. So that clears the decks for him again. But you've just brought in kids. And I saw a tweet from the one that he said, you know, and all of a sudden these kids all think they're the best. Well, competition is just going to make me stronger, which is what Nick Saban sells to all of them. And they all buy it. And then four to five years later, they're all processed out. Some are. The ones that are good. All of the fittest, baby. That is exactly what it is. But and you're 18 years old, you can't see the uh, bull hockey out of all this stuff, and so therefore you're going to sit. No, I mean, I mean, totally. time out, time out, time out. You bring, okay, you tell me. Here's what Saban or anybody else sells as a college coach, okay? They don't promise you you're going to, I know, I, I've been around college coaches for 30-something years. To my knowledge, and I can say, I can see, I can say to myself, I've never said, I've never said, hey, you're going to start no matter what. You're going to have the opportunity. Now, do I think people that I offer scholarships to are going to? Yeah, we we think that based on that projection, you're going to have the opportunity to compete for a starting position at the University of Alabama as a freshman. You know, we've been in like four last national championship games. We have rings everywhere. You're going to compete against the best players in America, and when you make that, if you make that, you're going to have a chance to be a first round NFL draft pick. Yeah, but you know what? You got the same chance if you're good enough to be a first round draft pick from Mississippi Valley State. Are you going to? Are you going to play for a national championship from Mississippi Valley State? In some cases, you might. Are you going to play for the national championship from Mississippi? No. Where are you going to play for that? You're well, going to play I, for it at Alabama. Ask Jerry Rice if it wasn't a good idea to go to Mississippi Valley. State. Jerry Rice would not go to Mississippi Valley State if it were 2017. 
I'm just telling you, they would. He would not. Why did he go in there in the first place? Because he was it was good fun. He had D1 talent when he got out of high because school. Because he was from that area, and it was the HBCU. That's all he knew. The HBCUs back then were a different school than they are now. That's like Grambling State University, who's had an incredible run with Broderick Fox. With D1 transfers. Okay. But, yeah, but it's different than what – think how many NFL guys Grambling was producing in the 60s, 70s, and even to the probably the mid-80s. No question. Okay. How many have they produced since 2000? The answer is not nearly as many. And that's just not an indictment on Grambling. That's an indictment on – because these athletes, and they're African-American athletes, are going to the major schools. You're not seeing them slip through the cracks into the Jackson States, into the Southerns, into the Gramlings anymore because the recruiting process has not, changed. At least not right out of high school. No, the numbers have changed. Jamie, the numbers have changed. And yeah. so that's what they're looking for. If you're a high school kid, you want to be on Sports Center. You want to be the guy scoring on Sports Center. You want to be the hype machine. Every one of them do it. And so Alabama has a strong message. Nick Saban walks in your house and offers you a scholarship. Hey, look, we're going to play for a national championship with or without you. I'd like for you to be on our team. That is hard to turn down. I lived in Alabama. As did I for a while. But I lived closer to Tuscaloosa than you did. Yes, you did. I lived on the coast. Yeah. Jimmy Buffettville. Yes, which was probably a lot more fun. It was. Um, From what I remember. I understand. Listen, I saw that. I I could go. I could look at the Alabama roster in the summer. I swear I could do this and say, this guy will be gone, this guy will be gone, this guy will be gone. Why? Because Alabama was oversigned every year. Yes. Now, the guys that left were good players. Yes. They were good. I mean, they just weren't good enough for Alabama. Or they got injured. Yes. Or they had – and you know what? Everybody – but the process – what the process does, it keeps repeating itself year after year after year. That's what Harbaugh is doing. He's trying to get enough – and, you know – the things will fall out. Now, Patterson has a chance. He could have gone anywhere. Michigan, there's a tie there, obviously, in some way, shape, or form. He's from Toledo, Ohio. Could have went to Ohio State. Everybody was all vexed over him not going to LSU. Well, he's not from Louisiana. He didn't grow up wanting to go to LSU. They could, he could not transfer to an SEC school or somebody they were going to play. Now, my question to Michigan is, okay, you're going to hire his brother now, like you did to get him to Ole Miss? Probably. Which got the, Probably. Which got the, I would which got the NCAA looking into Ole Miss's backyard in the first place. And this is the hypocrisy of the NCAA. Mississippi State gave Leo Lewis $10,000, too. They're not facing any kind of sanctions. Ole Miss does it, and they're basically given the death penalty. Um, And I'm not an Ole Miss supporter. I'm not an apologist or whatever. I think Ole Miss cheated their tails off. My question is, why do some schools be a, are able to get a free pass like North Carolina? Because some, which I like North Carolina, but they cheated their, you know, why? Years. Because those are the schools that put money in the NCAA coffers. Let's be honest. It's Roger. It's and Michigan the, does. Jamie, it's a Roger Goodell thing. There's no rhyme or reason to it. The reason right. the Mississippi State got didn't get punished, they didn't get caught. Not like Ole Miss. He told them. Not like Ole Miss did. He said in the. Leo Lewis. Okay, so a convicted felon tells you no, that they did this. No, no. In the when when it was held in Covington, Kentucky, when Ole Miss was being they they took Leo Lewis up there, right? And he gave he spilled his guts about what Ole Miss because that's really what it boiled down. By the way, Leo Lewis initially committed to, I think he was committed to Alabama, LSU, State, and all at different times. So he didn't know what the hell he was going to do. 
He just went to the highest bidder. He got paid from all of them, Jim. He got paid from all of them. Exactly. And, and exactly. it goes on. Um, but Ole Miss, you know, <laughs> they topped everybody. Yeah, I guess. Or they just didn't do it good enough. Or uh, they didn't cover their tracks good enough. You know, it's, it's bizarre because, again, I don't fault Shea Patterson, and we'll talk about this later. Shea has a marketable skill. He's doing what's best for himself. He's ultimately accountable for his decisions. But this, hey, you're letting your teammates down. You know, coaches leave all the time. You were in corporate America. If you had a better offer, you were apt to take that, as would I. Uh, kids with marketable skills like this, there is a window of, uh, of time that they have. And well, is Shea Patterson going to get to the NFL better with Jim Harbaugh and University of Michigan than he would uh, Ole Miss? I can't speak to that. But the big caveat for Ole Miss is he had a chance to play for a title. Now he doesn't have that. We're going to come up on this. I got several texts on this. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Washington Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Uh, this segment brought to you by Spondavel. Pair for the special people in your life. Good Lord, do I need Spondavel? Yes, sir. Hell, I'm almost willing to buy three one eight eight zero seven ten sixty. Spondavel in Monroe. Back in a minute. Got an outdoorsman on your list? Shop where Santa shops. Head to TP Outdoors. <laughs> TP Outdoors Christmas Wishbook has hundreds of gifts for your outdoorsman, like Columbia's Mountainside Fleece for men or Columbia's Harborside Fleece for women that even comes in a Columbia vest. And remember the TP guarantee. If you find a lower price locally on the same item, TP will meet or beat it. Shop the entire Christmas Wishbook at tpoutdoors.com. TP Outdoors, open every day till Christmas. Briard Street, Monroe, Trenton Street, and West Monroe. Mr. Davis. Oh, yeah, uh, right here. We got your car ready. Your total today is 163.39. 163 what? I thought I was getting the 1995 Super Duper Luber. Right, well, we have a few sundry expenses. Sundry expenses? Mm hmm. New air filter, two hoses, synthetic oil feet. Ever notice how that 1995 oil change always turns into something bigger? At Rick Breen's Rapid Lube & Wash, we don't like surprises any more than you do. Our certified technicians will let you know of any potential problems, but there's never any pressure to do the job with us. At Rick Breen's, we're not looking for a quick buck. We want you back every time you're due. Job supply fee, hazardous waste disposal fee. Well, why, did, why didn't you call me? I just stepped into the restroom. Uh-oh. Restroom supply fee? Uh -oh. Rick Breen's Rapid Lube & Wash. Trusted since 1985 with any make, any model, and no surprises. In Monroe, West Monroe, Ruston, and rickbreens.com. Are you due? Aww. Your excitement has built up all year long just thinking of the gifts you couldn't wait to give, and now they're right at their fingertips. The perfect gift for the pizza fanatic. Johnny's gift cards plus pizza equals a joyful holiday. Johnny's gift cards make a great stocking stuffer. Pick yours up today at any Johnny's Pizza House. From your friends at Johnny's Pizza House, Merry Christmas. Let's share a slice with a Johnny's gift card. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. You can make it real in a Ford. Save big with 0% for 72 months, plus 1,000 customer cash during Ford's year-end sales event, including most of the 2017 Ford lineup. Escape, Edge, Explore, Mustang, and even on all 2017 F-150s. And a 2017 Fiesta for only $11,987. If this tag is on your car, you know you got a great deal and great service at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. 
price plus TTNL, stock and notary fees. Stock number 17584. Must finance through Ford Credit with approved credit to qualify. Excludes Super Duty and Raptor. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. Listen up, folks. At Rick Tillage in Bossier City, we have five new triple wides in stock. Come help us celebrate our 40th anniversary and save thousands. Own a manufactured home? We'd love to take it on trade, and we will give you top dollar. See us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back here to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Uh, trying to figure this whole thing out. Shea Patterson, Jamie, we talked before, mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to leave the Shea Patterson thing because I want to go to Tavares Martin at Washington State. But I'll, I'll tell you this about Shea Patterson. I do not fault him for going where he thinks he has a better opportunity. Again, um, you know, and we've had a couple texts, and, and, I, and I'll read this one because I think it's, it's pretty good. Uh, he's talking about the, you know, the, the Slade Bolden, by the way, congratulations. He's the Gatorade Player of the Year in Louisiana. Good for Slade. Uh, the guy says, uh, hey, he's going to be no different. He's going to end up transferring from Alabama for lack of playing time, mark it down as what Nick does. Maybe, maybe not. You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, you gaze into that crystal ball, and I hope all kids that sign have a productive uh, career, a productive time wherever they go to. But let me ask you a question. This is no different than dating almost sometimes, Jamie. Did you, did, did you guys, and some of you might have, the very first person that you dated, did you end up marrying them? Probably not. Sort of the same thing now in, in almost athletics, uh, especially at the football and basketball levels, because coaches are leaving, players are leaving. Uh, you know, do I fault Nick Saban for recruiting the way? To, no, I don't. Nick Saban walks in the house and says, look, we got the best team in America. We got the best players in America. We think you're good enough to play for us. You come in and play for us. You can win a national championship, and you can go really high in the NFL draft. None of that is incorrect. Now, the issue is you're going to be competing against the other best players in America. And just like the United States Olympic basketball team, that is the elite of the elite of the elite in the world. And they have a worse player on that team. All right? There's a worse player on the best team in the world. Same principle here. And so does he over-recruit? I don't think he over-recruits. I think he puts the best players out there. Is there any other team in the country, Jamie Fox? And I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm a Saban fan. I'm not necessarily Alabama fan. Um, you know, I'm an admirer of, of what they've accomplished. Is there any other team in America this year that could sustain the injuries that Alabama sustained and still be even in the conversation for the college football playoff? No, because of their depth. Exactly. And this is a prime example of that. This Alabama team you're going to see uh, – take on Clemson will not be the same Alabama team that lost to Auburn. No, it will not. It will be okay. better. It will be a tremendously better because they're getting injured guys back that right. are better than the guys that were playing. And so that it goes to the territory. So Shea Patterson has an opportunity to go. I, I do not fault that. You know, people got butt hurt when he transferred to Calvary. Well, Calvary people, you took him from Texas. He transferred somewhere. Again, everybody 
we get into our own little world about, you know, don't forget, don't worry about what I'm doing. These other people are well, cheating me, though. But to, somewhat to take issue with your point a little bit about, you know, you don't go necessarily, uh, you do sell championships and things like that. Shea Patterson went to Michigan because that was the biggest school that gave him the biggest opportunity for playing time, hey, look, I would say. Look, you, you want to and, talk USC or UCLA? The yeah. two best quarterbacks of the draft are coming out of there. Neither one of them are going back next year. you got an opportunity there. you got Chip Kelly at UCLA. You don't think Chip Kelly was in that market? you got to be kidding yourself. Chip Kelly was in the Shea Patterson market. That's the reason Harbaugh got on the plane and flew it into Michigan, the Michigan plane, and landed with a big blue and maize film in Oxford, Mississippi, and went to the Waffle House or IHOP, wherever he went to. Chip Kelly, huge. USC, it doesn't get bigger than USC. But Notre Dame, you you got that. You got any place in America that's not an SEC team or that Ole Miss is not going to play. So you got opportunities everywhere, brother. Well, and I don't know if Chip Kelly or those actually – made the effort to fly to Oxford or not, but I know Jim Harbaugh did, and apparently that, and he's not just stopping there. Give me that guy. Give me the guy that comes to I mean, see he's me going, to make the splash. You know, to his, to his credit, he's going where he sees a soft underbelly right now. Right now, the soft underbelly is Ole Miss. I texted Ben Minson, you know, who is no bigger, is no bigger Ole Miss fan than I True. know of than Ben, and he says, I get it. I understand. So he's, he's of your thought he said i you know obviously he's disappointed but you know he said i understand i really do it's reality jamie it, well let's, let's figure this mike leach my boy the pirate who looks more and more like he's going to stay uh, in pullman good for him for, for another year at least uh the leading receiver kid named tavares martin has been dismissed from the program for <laughs> the uh the proverbial undisclosed violation of team rules uh probably a little it could be anything yeah, well, let's 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 just call it undisclosed, uh, undisclosed. violation. Now, let me give you a laundry list of what it could. I'm not saying it is what it could be. It could be a failed drug test, <laughs> plural. It could be uh, an academic issue. It could be he's not eligible. It could be he's a jerk. It could be that the coaching staff doesn't like him. Uh, it could be they got better players. It, there's a million reasons. Undisclosed violation of team rules. So anyway. The kid, uh, Tavares Martin, who's their leading uh, – they're both leading receivers are gone. Yeah, one and for two. The bowl game. Yeah, yeah, one and two for the bowl game. And so, uh, Martin – oh, by the way, they asked Leach. Leach goes, hey, I cut him. Yeah. Leach misses the way, hey, I cut him. Undisclosed or he's gone. And so, on Twitter, Mr. Martin uh, comes up with, I was dismissed from the team because I asked for my release. I never knew asking for my release was a violation of team rules. Well, the problem is he's using the same he's using the same rationale the kid from Florida, who was the second leading receiver on Washington State team, did too. He came out and blasted Leach, saying he wanted to transfer back home to Florida where his family's from, and Leach wouldn't give him a release, and finally he did. So Martin, who got cut, who was the leading receiver, so there's not anybody better than him as far as the wide receiver court. On that team, on that team, he got he got seventy catches going to this one, so. Leach doesn't care. Did you One and two are gone. Okay. Let, let, Top two receivers on Wazoo's team are gone. Let, let, let's be real clear about this. I don't have any of the inside of it, but from what I'm reading, you don't get cut because you asked for a release. No. Okay? I'm, I was dismissed because I asked for my release. Hey, can I have my release? No, you're cut. It, I, I don't think the conversation went like that. And the funny thing is, Jamie, the young man will be held accountable because that is the – and look, I dealt with nothing but transfers. Uh, look, I, I got transfers like Wendy's gets cheeseburger orders. <laughs> All right? 
Uh, and that's the very first question. Well, well, you know, why are you not going back to whatever team you're from? Uh, and you get the proverbial, well, what had happened was, yeah, I understand. like, just be straight with it. You know, why did you, I didn't like the coach. Uh, I had an academic issue. Uh, there was a drug test. There was, uh, you know, property in my room. I stole a laptop. I stole a laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whatever that might be. I had a kid one time that uh, he ended up, he left a Big 12, he was a Big 12 heck of a player, and uh, told me straight up, like, Coach, I stole a Blockbuster card from somebody. It's back when they had Blockbuster video. Never done anything like that in my life. But I did it, and I regret it to this day. I absolutely made it right. I was wrong doing it. Kid looked me in the eye and told me that. I took him at his word. He came in and had a tremendous uh, year for us. Ended up graduating. Good kid. I, to this day, I give him the keys to my house. I've had other kids that will lie to you because, you know, whatever. no matter where you're at, if you have issues at Michigan or LSU and you transfer to ULM or Grambling or Louisiana Tech, if you don't deal with the issues that you had down there that caused you not to be successful, the same issues are going to crop up no matter where you're at. So it's the character of kids. Do they learn anything from it? And so this, again, the you don't get dismissed for asking for your release. That's a cover smoke. That's covering to all your people on Twitter. But the coaches that you're going to – and this kid's – if he's a Washington State receiver, obviously he can play. He's a leading receiver. He's going to get opportunities to go elsewhere. But the very first question that coach is going to say, okay, what was the deal? You know, I, 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 you know, I couldn't get my – no. Because, you know, who's going to ask the head coach? This? The position coach is going to go to the head co- – or to the coordinator. Hey, man, we got a, a kid. He's transferred from Washington State. He was our lead receiver, and the, the, the coordinator's going to go, okay, what was the deal at Washington State? Uh, he asked for a transfer. Okay, dude, you're fired. Okay, what's the deal? Well, he did this, this, and that. Okay. The offensive coordinator's going to take it to the head coach. And the head coach is going to go, okay, why did he leave at Washington State? Well, the head coach is going to pick up the ball, and he's going to call Mike Leach. Mike, tell me about this kid. What's the deal? And Mike Leach is going to tell him. Mm-hmm. And then based upon that, you're going to make a decision to take or not take this kid. Okay? It's not what the kid says about it. It's what everybody involved in that says about it. Because if I'm taking a transfer, Jamie Foxx, and let's just say i got a kid that's flunked four drug tests, well, I better know that going in because you know who I have to answer to? The athletic director and the president. Yep. Okay, so, Jamie, you took a kid that has two domestic assaults and has flunked two drug tests. Can you tell me why you thought that would be a good idea to bring him into our program? Well, he's a really good receiver. And he comes to our program and does the same thing. Now it's on the front page of USA Today, and the president's getting calls. That's bad. I can't remember whether it was Bobby Keith or whoever was down at McNeese, God love them, when they took a flyer on Cecil Collins. And, and that's a leveraged risk. I want to come back uh, to that. Let's, let's, go, let's take this last break. I do want to come back to that because it's a leveraged risk. It was. Uh, the, you know, it's, it's the sort of, what was the quarterback uh, LSU had they had to get rid of? Ryan Paraloo. A lot of stories. Same, same thing there. there. But it's leverage risk. It's managed risk, and, and you take it sometimes, it works, sometimes it doesn't. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, solving the problems of the world and all things recruiting. This segment brought to you by friend Mr. Bobby Manning, who can solve your problems. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializes in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need, Bobby's there for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. Mrs. Claus here. We all know I'm the one that makes the season work. I mean, come on, elves, really? 
I get all my shopping done at McKinney's in Ruston. There's small four-wheelers and dirt bikes for the kids, plus ones for Santa, too. I'm wrapping up camo, fleece jackets, and nice shirts. Plus, everyone, everyone gets a McKinney's Christmas Kershaw knife for just $15.99. From Hondas to hunting gear, McKinney's in Ruston is my holiday shop. Your family and friends will gobble up the smoked turkey or spiral ham from Hot Rod Barbecue this holiday. People are flocking to Hot Rod Barbecue for smoked turkey and spiral ham so they don't have to cook for the holidays. That's great. Don't be a turkey. And wait till it's too late. Turkeys are in limited supply everywhere. Call now and order your smoked turkey or spiral ham from Hot Rod Barbecue. 254-8010. 254-8010. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is simply simple to get her what she wants for Christmas from National Jewelry. You can't go wrong with a stunning new necklace. She never can have too many, you know. So come on in and see the large collection of necklaces in yellow or white gold with diamonds, gemstones, diamonds by the yard, and, of course, those genuine cultured pearls. National Jewelry for over 60 years. Trusted for quality and value prices. Your diamond and engagement ring store, Reynolds Drive in Ruston. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Are you ready to sell your homeland or commercial property? Then call Cowell Banker Group One Realty. Your listings own hundreds of the best websites in the country. A video tour of most listings. The number one most visited real estate brand online. 73% more transactions than our nearest competitor over the past 10 years. 110 professional realtors cover 17 parishes. We advertise in local media too. Call Cowell Banker Group One Realty in Monroe 3610300. West Monroe 362-0007. Buston 255-5302. Each office independently owned and operated. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up is committed to helping you preserve the life of your vehicle by offering the highest quality preventative maintenance services with tune-ups, brakes, radiator services, plus Speedy's 17-point oil chain. They're your Bridgestone Firestone dealer and provide nitrogen tire filling. Have bumps in the road? Knock your wheels out of alignment? Get your ride back on the straight and narrow at Speedy in Ruston, 350 North Service Road East. Now offering alignment. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up. Did you know that leg pain in your leg could be a symptom of peripheral vascular disease or PAD? Don't ignore your leg pain any longer. Get to the heart of the matter and call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Blaine M. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro with outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Are you feeling more tired than normal, shortness of breath, or leg pain? Remember the heart, lung, and vascular clinic and Dr. Blaine M. Borders. Call 329-1900. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Waldrop. Uh, Jamie Foxx closing down the edge on a Wednesday uh, Jamie, we're talking about uh, a little bit, and I just pulled some stuff up I was reading about. It. I'm probably, I know Sean and them have a lot more about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid from Hanville, Anthony Williams, 
and uh, nicknamed Puka. Right. Um, 3,144 rushing yards this year, 38 touchdowns. Um, the headline here says, he has drawn the attention of the LSU coaching staff. You think? Oh, he's, he's had their attention for a long time. He had committed to Kansas very early in the process, along with uh, Devontae Jason and a bunch of kids from Louisiana. Two of them have already peeled off. Uh, uh, I think possibly, I think Corian Harris at Landry Walker still committed to him, along with Puka. Those are the only two that are left. Uh, Puka's problems are not have nothing to do with his ability on the football. No, it's it's. Academic, you know, I would be curious to know what the academic issue is. Um, you know, obviously he could play for a lot of people. The kid had a, a storied high school uh, finish to it. The, the question is academically where he's at. I've heard from different people down there that it's not good. And the last semester of your senior year is not the time to try to pull grades up. It simply doesn't work. So if I had to bet on it, Jamie, just based on what I'm reading, and again, I've got no inside information on this or anything of that nature, uh, I think he is likely, and he may sign with Kansas or LSU or Duke or Kentucky or whoever. You can sign all you want to. But to be eligible by NCAA Division One standard, that is an entirely different process. And so my guess is he may very well sign with Kansas or you know, or, or maybe LSU or whoever, but I think probably in August next year, odds are Mr. Williams is in a junior college. Um, assuming for a miracle occurs, uh, the, and he is all of a sudden he meets all NCAA regular. I don't think it has a chance of passing the state clearinghouse at this point. Well, no, it's either your, Jamie, you, I mean, you, you have figures right now. You got his ACT scores. You got his core GPA. You can calculate that out. And they got guys that do that. I was one of those guys. It's not hard. Well, if he makes an A here and a B here and a D here and a C, and you run every possible scenario to work on his core GPA because it's a little bit of a sliding scale. Right. And, you know, whatever his ACT, SAT is, you, you look at that. I mean, if you have a 14 on your ACT and you got to get to – it ain't happening. It's, it's just – and they know right now. All these colleges know whether or not he's eligible or not. I, I'm telling you. LSU knows. Kansas knows. Michigan knows. Everybody knows. Whether he's whether he's good, so you can sign all you want to on December twentieth. It doesn't matter if you're not eligible. You're not going to be eligible. It's not like you're going to pull your grade point average up. And again, he might be a four student. If he is, God bless him. I'm happy for it. But I don't think that's the case. Not from what my uh, understanding. No, and, and my understanding is right now it looks like even though he's committed to Kansas, he recently said it doesn't look. You know, he's probably not going to sign with anybody in December, as he said, in an attempt to bring up his grades. So he's going to try to spend uh, the rest of the year trying to bring those up. I think, you know, I don't know if it's a lost cause. Jimmy, here's, here's, why what, you, here's what could happen, though. Could you see him signing with LSU and then they place him? Yes. That's, that's what I see. Here, here's, here's the advantage of signing with somebody, okay? Now, once you sign with that school, those coaches have unlimited access to you. Right. It's no longer the once-a-week deal and all the rules. Now they can help manage your academics. Right. So they can get a hold of your counselor and say, okay, these are the classes we need to get him in. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, he can work on his test score. And, again, if, in fact, he is so far removed from being Division One eligible, you can try to help prepare him for junior college, the academic load he's going to get uh, his first two years, three years in junior college. 
because his best football is going to be two to three years down the road. Football is what he does well, Jamie. Uh, it's the other stuff that, that is a little bit suspect or a lot suspect from my understanding. Again, he could be a 4.0 and valedictorian. I don't think that's the case. But uh, So there's a lot of moving parts to this because at the end of the day, just because it's junior college, if you take a kid in North Louisiana, look, Louisiana is JUCO heaven. I, I was a junior college coach. Believe me, I understand this. The academics in Louisiana overall are bad. Mm-hmm. And when I say bad, I mean bad. Uh, Slade Bolton is the exception rather than the rule. Okay, Leonard Fournette was the exception rather than the rule. Most kids are not going to have their academics. They're going to go JUCO. Once you go to JUCO, everybody thinks JUCO, junior college, oh, it's just easy. It's just junior college. Well, if you're deficient academically coming out of high school, junior college actually is real school. And is it Harvard? No. But you still got to pass math 101 and English 101 and history and government, biology. It's still classes you have to pass. And if you're deficient to begin with, are you magically just because you go to college going to, oh, I'm smarter? No. you got to work your tail off to pass those. A lot of kids do not have study skills. They have no concept how to study. They have no concept how to prepare. Because if they did, they'd have done better in high school. Here, let, me, let, me, let me throw it this way. Junior college is harder than high school. And to prove yourself worthy to get back to a Division One school where people are standing in line to hire you, Jamie, you have to – you have to pass junior college of 64 hours, and the issue is likely, depending on how bad your grades are, you're not going to take a junior college class that counts for the first semester because it's all developmental stuff. Because your grades were not good enough to put you in English 101 and Math 101 or whatever the numbers are now. you got to take remedials. And so those hours don't count for your degree. And so you got to take the remedials to get to the first step. That's the misnomer of junior college. People don't get it. It's not like you just walk in and they give you a diploma and you get to go play in two years. you got to work your tail off in that. You do, and, and you know, no better than last chance you, which we saw with Ronald, Ronald Ollie. Here's the it's difference a, with last a, chance you. It's the poster child I saw okay. for the, the yeah. academic issue. Here's the difference with last chance you and junior colleges that get Division One transfers. If you sign a Division One scholarship and you're eligible to go to that school, there's a certain amount of intellect that you have. Right. Because to be eligible to go to Division One and, and to be academically eligible, the NCAA says there's a certain amount of knowledge and, and, and criterion-based education that you have. Correct. And let's just say you're there for a year. They're going to make sure you stay eligible for a year. So you're going to end up, you know, as a junior college player, or excuse me, as a Division One player, you're going to end up with a minimum of 24. Likely, if you go in in, in spring, uh, you're going to end up with 30 hours. Right. Okay, just well, and that's not even counting summertime. Anywhere between 24 and 30 hours. So to be eligible to go back to a Division One school, you've got to come in in the summer, and in the fall, and in the spring, and in the summer. Those four semesters, you've got to come up with 34 hours out of four semesters, mm-hmm. which is seven hours a semester, but eight hours a semester, which can be very easily done. Again, you're talking about a kid with an intellect to begin with to predict out of high school. Now, a kid with an 8 ACT walking in that has no background on that, they don't have that 30-hour cushion that the transfers have coming in. They don't have the background and the intellect to do that. Otherwise, they'd be in that position. Tons of junior college kids are Division One players. They simply can't go because of the academics. I don't know if that's the case here. 
but a lot of people misunderstand what junior college really is. You see Last Chance U and all these kids going to the big-time school. These are transfers going to the schools, folks. Okay? They're transfers from Division One institutions. Big difference between a transfer from a D1 institution going to junior college back to a four-year, we call it a 4-2-4. Go to a four-year school, transfer to a two-year school, back to a four. Four-two-fours are completely different than two-fours. Completely different. Uh, and, and again, junior college, a lot of the kids end up going NAI or Division Two because they simply don't have the grades to to go Division One. Anyway, that's that's my spill on junior college, and that's first that's first hand. Okay, that's I live that one. That is first hand information. For a long time. And I signed a kid out of New Orleans, probably one of the better players I've ever had. He had a twelve ACT, and I, I'm not sure he didn't cheat to get the twelve. Great kid, had no chance in Hades of ever graduating and going back. And he would have been a very, very good Division One player. He was a mid-Division One player. And when I say mid-Division One, I'm talking uh, upper mid-Division One, um, you know, certainly Louisiana Tech, Lafayette, upper-level Southern Miss, Central Florida, those cats. I think he could have played probably in the SEC, in, a, in a Arkansas, LSU, places like that. So, yeah, a very good – had no chance. Ended up going Division Two, Division Two All-American. Well – I guess that we end on this note that the problems start, and I, I, I kudos to those who are trying in the Louisiana education system, uh, particularly the public school arena. Um, Terry, these things have to be addressed way, way, way before a kid enters even high school. These things start way down in elementary school. Education has to, I, I don't know what the answer is, because if education isn't stressed in the home, there isn't a you know a need to follow up. I know this because I my family. I mean, I'm not the, the brightest bulb, but I come from a family of people that did teach and, and educators, and you know they were forever having to buy. I mean, they send you know notes home to parents. You need